And just like that, everything changes. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Let's get this show on the road. You know, for those that are new to the show, welcome. For those that have followed the show and seen the bumps and the, you know, the warts of this show, you've noticed that I came up with a segment called, You Gotta Be Kidding. You know what? I'm just gonna name the whole episode that. Because you know why? Everything I picked yesterday went wrong. 0 for 3. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. And honestly, the audit report has a little change at the top of the list. Yes, I'm going to play a little overreaction Tuesday as well in the NFL world. Because <laughs> that's insane. Let's start with Monday night. And this is what I'm going to start with the audit report. Because, you know, you've been audited. Call it the audit report for a reason. Because <sighs> San Francisco, I know they didn't have Debo. And Chris McCaffrey did get a touchdown last night. But, seriously? You lose to the Vikings, who didn't have Justin Jefferson. Who, by the way, is on IR. So that Yahoo story when I read overseas was true. So, just for my own... Sanity. So no Justin Jefferson. You know, the Vikings did turn the ball over two, but two interceptions by Brock Purdy, including one late in that game. And now all of a sudden they've lost two in a row. Now their defense, still one of the best teams, still one of the best defensive units in the NFL. But considering how, I mean, just look at the NFL as a whole right now. Buffalo massively underachieved. Yes, they almost won, but they lost to the Patriots, a team who couldn't score, what was it, 19, 20 points in two games. They got shut out in, like, two of those. They got outscored, like, 80 to 3 in a two-week stretch at one point when they played the Saints and the Cowboys. So you lose to that team. For my Buccaneers, and this is the fanboy disclaimer, you win the turnover battle. Desmond Ritter turns basically almost gave you the game three different occasions, and you still lose sixteen to three. You know Baker Mayfield or sixteen thirteen. Baker Mayfield turned the ball over late, dumbest throw, not of his career, but that was a really dumb throw. And you still can't run the ball to save your life. I don't, I don't know what they're doing down there in Tampa where they can never have a run game. But, God, it's bad. And then you look, Miami barely gets, barely gets 20 points. And yet, this is the most entertaining offense in the league, I'm told, through the mainstream media. And yet, Philly damn near killed them. You know, I know Miami made it interesting late. You know, they made it interesting, but still... So when I look at this audit report, if I had to do the top five top five teams in the league right now, Kansas City one, Philly two, uh, let's see, San Francisco at three, Dallas at four, Detroit, even though they got blown out in Baltimore, you know. Baltimore, you've creeped up into my top ten. In fact, I probably have Baltimore at seven if I expanded the list to five. 
Or if I expanded it to 10, Baltimore's in the list at 7. But for the sake of the show and the time constraints, I put it 5. So my audit report this time around includes the entire league. Have Chiefs at 1, Philly at 2. Uh, yeah, Chiefs at 1, Philly 2, San Francisco 3, Dallas at 4, and Detroit at 5. Heading into week 8, where nobody's going to have a bye at all this week. But And then Buffalo, if I extended the series... If I extended the list, would be at six, and then Baltimore, and then anybody in the NFC East not named Philly or Dallas, you're not even in the top ten. But if I extended that list out, it's just last night's loss for the Niners really did upend the audit report here. And that's how I consider the best and worst. Buffalo, along with my Bucks played terrible in fact almost i'm gonna call it right now you can mark it october 24th 2023 i know i'm being a fanboy here for a second and i know the bucks have not really scored much they've scored 19 points in two games but i'm gonna call it here and i'll make it official again on thursday but i do believe the bucks will beat the bills on thursday night i do believe it because what i've seen out of buffalo it's like Oh, that's easy. Because that offense is two. Way too... You're, you're going to have two offenses that are purely reliant on throwing the ball. Tampa out of freaking necessity because they don't, they don't run. They can't run and for whatever reason. And Buffalo chooses not to run. They just say, hey, 17, let's go. And then they're going to wonder why he's banged up like Lamar has been the last two years. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's really my takeaway from the NFL. It's been ugly to watch. It really has. It's been ugly to follow. It's been ugly to watch. And last night was an emblematic example of it. It was hard. Like, I had to flip to the baseball game, which I'm going to get to in a second. You know, I'm going to get to the baseball games in a second because that continues the you got to be kidding me thing. But, you know... This has been bad to watch. It's been ugly. And, again, last night proved it. Brock Purdy looked like an MVP candidate after three weeks. Now you're heading into week eight, which used to be the traditional halfway point of the season. Now it's probably week nine. But you're, it's like, huh? It's Halloween and these teams can barely get 30? That's a problem. But that's my NFL rant for today. Um, as far as college football, oh, this is where the troll job begins. Ready? Going to do the AP Top 25, and then I'll get to the baseball stuff because you do have Game 7 here in an hour and a half from now or an hour and 12 minutes from now. So just bear with me, baseball fans. I'm going to give... The Rangers, their flowers, because I was totally wrong. And honestly, with the NLCS, I don't know what's honestly going to happen. You have Ranger Suarez going. You have Brandon Fott going for the D-backs. So, as far as that pick, you're going to have to wait just a little bit. But for my college football fans, I'm just reading the AP Top 25 and going to do a quick little troll job at SC because... 
Once I read the AP Top 25, you'll find out why. Because it's kind of funny. Let's go ahead and do this. Then get out of here. So the AP Top 25 holds perfectly normal for the top five. Georgia at one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Florida State at four, Washington at five, Oklahoma after their little shaky game with uh, UCF stays at six. Texas moves up to seven, although with the Brock Ewers injury, uh, Texas will be out of playoff contention after this week. Watch, he's going to miss a lot of time, and we saw what happened last year with the Longhorns once Brock Ewers went out. There went their playoff hopes, and I do think it's going to happen again. Oregon at 8. You know, they're, they're playing Utah heading into this week. I'm going with the Utes. You already know. I've been riding that bandwagon really since this show started, and you saw why in really the best game of the weekend at the Coliseum. So that's how that goes with there. Alabama at 9, Penn State at 10, Oregon State at 11. Ole Miss at 12, Utah at 13. Again, huge win for the Utes at the Coliseum. Keeps their playoff hopes alive and Pac-12 title hopes because I don't believe Washington's going to stay undefeated forever. If they're struggling to play Arizona State and only score 13 points, and Michael Penix, who I've been told is a top 10 prospect in the NFL draft for 2024, that dude didn't even throw a touchdown pass. He had two picks, no touchdowns against Arizona State, who, in my opinion, is worse than Stanford, although Stanford has made the case to being the worst team in the country. But if Michael Penix can barely beat Arizona State, what makes you think Washington's going to win the whole league? I know they beat Bo Nix, but again, in Oregon, but Oregon is in the same boat Washington and Oregon, philosophically, I believe are the same. Except Michael Penix is a better thrower. But it's just ugly. Anyway, Notre Dame at 14, LSU at 15, Missouri at 16, North Carolina at 17, Louisville at 18, Air Force at 19, Duke, even though they lost to Florida State, they did look pretty good against the Seminoles in Tallahassee on Saturday. Don't fall asleep on the Blue Devils for an ACC title rematch against the Seminoles. Uh, Tennessee at 21, Tulane at 22, and this is where the troll job begins. At 23 in the AP rankings is UCLA, 24 for the third time in two years. Ole Miss, or not Ole Miss, Caleb Williams. The wonder kid, the one who in the national media has said, oh, I want to own part of an NFL team, which by the way is a joke. I'm sorry. You got, you want to own part of a team and part of the team that drafts you? Yeah, kiss my butt. That's never going to happen. Never, ever, 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 ever. I don't care how much NIL money you make. That was sloppy until the fourth quarter. He played sloppy that whole game. Now, yeah, he didn't turn the ball over unlike he did in South Bend. But, but, it's just, you're telling me that's a Heisman contender? Same with Michael Penix. You're telling me these two are Heisman contenders? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to laugh at that a little bit. But anyway, 
USC or UCLA at 23 and USC at 24, the ultimate troll job. UCLA, who basically their biggest win of the season was Stanford? I mean, you know, you lost to Oregon State, which still surprises me that Oregon State is up as high as they are, but they're doing what they have to do. UCLA at 23, USC at 24. Again, fight on USC to another, to another unachieving season. Uh, one loss, or actually now two loss, underachieving season with Superman and Caleb Williams. Congratulations, you've underachieved yet again. And James Madison at 25. So as far as that goes, <laughs> that's why I wanted to laugh. Because this UCLA thing is, the UCLA being ranked ahead of USC is actually very hilarious to me. Because when you look, UCLA, USC is supposed to have all the talent, right? Yet the Bruins, who got beat by Oregon State, who right now could be a good playoff team, and they got beat by Utah, who in my opinion will be a playoff team, you're, you're telling me UCLA is better than USC, AP? Congratulations, Associated Press. You finally got it right. Okay. I, I just wanted to get that troll job in there for the college football faithful. Uh, let's see how much time I have. Oh, yeah, I got time for this because I got more time on the baseball stuff. We're an hour away from first pitch of Game 7 of the NLCS, so I just want to see how much time I have left for this. As far as the top 25 matchups, take Florida State over Wake Forest, Oklahoma over Kansas, Penn State over Indiana, Georgia over Florida in the world's largest cocktail party in Jacksonville, Texas over BYU even without Brock Ewers. I think Texas will be okay. I don't think they'll be okay long term. You know, considering once Brock Ewers went out, that's when Houston woke up as an offense. So at this point, take the Longhorns very, very lightly. But they'll win that game even without Brock Ewers. Utah over Oregon. That game in Salt Lake City. Uh, Oregon's favorite minus seven. Nah. Nope, nope, nope. Take Utah plus seven. Easy peasy. Notre Dame over Pittsburgh. Notre Dame minus 20. That's way too easy. But don't touch it. Pitt's just... I mean, there's two and five. You should win that. That's an easy money pick, too. And then the other matchup in the top 25. Let's go all the way down. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Ohio State favored at minus 14 and a half. Take that one, too. Ohio State on the road in Madison, minus 14 and a half. So that's, those are your picks there. Let's go all the way down. UCLA, Colorado. This is more of a troll job. If you're wanting to put money on it, let's say UCLA minus 17. It might be a little lower than that, but take UCLA. This will be an easy troll job. Dion, when you're the team that lost to Stanford after having a 29-0 lead, I mean, UCLA had a 35-0 lead and didn't blow that. So... Hopefully, hopefully, UCLA takes care of business against Colorado. That's a troll job. Just 
take it, take it what you will. Use my emotions against me if you want, if you're picking those. So again, just as troll jobs, take UCLA minus 17. Ohio State minus 14 and a half. Uh, Notre Dame minus 20. Or uh, Utah plus 7 and... Go with Texas minus 17 and a half. Because as much as I like BYU, where are they at? Uh, five and two. This might be a little closer than 17 and a half. That might be a little closer than the line wants. Again, that Brock Ewers injury might change it a little bit. But I'm going to go Texas minus 17 and a half. So go with that. You should be fine for the weekend again i will finalize these on friday but again those are the picks heading into right now all right so let me go ahead i got two more i got the baseball stuff and then i'll just do rapid fire you know what i'm gonna go rapid fire on the nhl and the nba real quick a lot of these are in progress so be careful and the one time I need, man, let's run, run, run. Yeah, I got very little time here, so I'm going to go rapid fire on the picks. <laughs> Let me turn off the Wi-Fi just to so I can do this faster. All right, let me go rapid fire on the picks. Go in the NHL. Uh, one up the Maple Leafs. Hold on to that for the blue, for the Maple Leafs. Take them in that win there. Uh, spotlight game in the games that haven't been played. Take the Islanders over the Avs, three to one. And the other spotlight game, take the Blue Jackets over the Ducks. Those are your two spotlight games in the NHL for today. Again. Take the Blue Jackets over the Ducks, 3-1, to one, and take the Isles over the Avs, 5-2. Uh, to two. Those are your two slot picks for today. Let's jump to the NBA, and then I'll give you the baseball pick because I am running out of time. Let's go to the NBA. Only two games on. Remember, it is opening day in the NBA, opening week this week. The champs kick off with the Lakers. I think Denver will repeat. I'm going to just ride the coattails of Nikola Jokic. Probably the best big man in the game. Sorry, Joel Embiid, but it's true. So I'll go with the Nuggets over the Lakers and the Warriors over the Suns. Take the Nuggets minus four and a half. So let's go 96-92 as a score. Let's just stick with that. 96-92, Nuggets over the Lakers as your spotlight game in the NBA, and then take the Warriors over the Suns. With that, save the best for last. Game 7 of the NLCS kicks off here in under an hour in Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Brandon Fott takes the mound for the D-backs against Ranger Suarez of the Phillies. The winner has to go to Arlington on the road. By the way, tip my cap to you, Texas Rangers. I was totally wrong. Again, you've got to be kidding me. 
Remember yesterday I said in order for the Rangers to have a shot, they needed Max Scherzer to go five. They didn't even get that. I think uh, Jordan Montgomery did more than that. I think he did like three or four innings after Scherzer got through three. But And the Rangers found a way to get through Christian Javier and beat him out. So congratulations, Corey Seager. Opened the game with home run. Adolis Garcia, the ALCS MVP, homered last night too. You know, if the Rangers play like they have in the ALCS, that team is resiliently nuts. Their pitching's still a little iffy. In fact, of the three teams left, I'm going with Philly to win it all. I, I'm i going to take Philly tonight, too. It wouldn't surprise me if Arizona wins, but you need a lot more than just Cattell Marte. You got help from Tommy Pham. You got help from Evan Longoria. You got help from Jordan... Uh, Lord Escorial, you got some offense, but you need a little more out of Corbin Carroll. I know he, he's been getting on base through the walks, but you do need something out of your Rookie of the Year candidate. And this is the time for him to show up. Maybe he needs, you know, or not maybe, he needs at least a stolen base or two for the D-backs to have a chance. But Ranger Suarez... Don't sneeze on him. Don't sneeze at him either. He's Philadelphia's version of Christian Javier, and I wouldn't be surprised. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona wins, but I'm gonna be a little more cautious than I was yesterday. I'm gonna go three to two in a in the rematch of Game Three. I'll go three two. Phillies over the D-backs. 3-2. That is your pick for today. 3-2, and then for my baseball fans, I will uh, give you guys a World Series preview, and uh, I'll record the World Series preview on Thursday. I'll do that Thursday, because there's nothing for a while. I can do the game picks and everything, but I'll do... I'll do two recordings on Thursday, get you guys ready for the World Series, and release that. But again, I'm going to go with the Phillies 3-2, to two, and we will have a heck of an interesting World Series if it ends up being Rangers-Phillies. I'm going to have one heck of a World Series if that happens. But anyway, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick. Treaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. Or anywhere else you get this podcast. To watch this show, you can only do it on Rumble. So you got to either download the app in the Google Play or Apple App Stores or go to your desktop on rumble.com. And once you do, search for the username ADGERKE. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 588 episodes of this lovely show. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media, either through the Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. 
Uh, you can follow this show for post-episode interaction, but in order to do that, you got to follow me personally on X. That's at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And then finally, if you want free no-show content, free no-show content, you know, off-camera stuff, follow me on Instagram at Austin Spamanti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I am logging off. Thank you for listening and watching. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. This has been the Austin's Audit Podcast, and I will see you guys tomorrow.